0: Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of the Starkville Daily News, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for thunder and lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman Woo. here with you on a Wednesday morning. It's pretty close to actually being Wednesday morning as we record.
1: Yes, it is.
0: Glad to be with you here. Appreciate you guys tuning in at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts. We are happy to you have joined us and made us part of your day. We appreciate all of our listeners, especially the servicemen and women who take care of us out there. I want to thank our sponsors, Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churning Spoon Ice Cream, who will stalk you at a basketball game if you're not careful. They'll, just, they'll they'll make you think you'll make you look around the stadium like where's what, what's going on am I in danger? You're not in danger. And you're never in danger at Strange Brew Coffeehouse unless you're in you know you want hot coffee and then you're in danger of getting it because they have it.
1: That's a good spot to be in though.
0: It is. Or if you want cold ice cream, same thing. Go to turn the spoon. They'll take care of you. And of course, if you haven't already, check out their new location. Over on University Drive, open 5 a.m. to midnight. They'll take care of you there as well. Two locations to serve you. Speaking of two locations, or they've got two locations in the capital city. That's College Corner. Or you can shop online with them at collegecornerstore.com and get the biggest and best selection of MSU merchandise. Over in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. Over in Flowood by the Half Shell. College Corner is the place to shop. Don't worry about getting uh, stuff here in Starkville. Don't waste that time. You want to the, you get to the hump. You want to get to Do Noble. You want to get to David's Wade Stadium. You want to eat. Maybe have an adult beverage. I don't know what you do with your free time. What I'm telling you is, you have
1: more free time when you shop at College Corner, and you can use some of that free time mm-hmm. to drop by wherever you get our podcast mm-hmm. and leave us a five, five star, star review. We don't care what you say in the comments, as evidenced by our most recent comment, oh. which just ripped me to shreds. I
0: haven't seen this. Just
1: absolutely. We're gonna took read it. All, to we're, gonna read, we're
0: gonna read it aloud here on the but,
1: email. but as per thunder and lightning rules, got torn to shreds. But a five star comment, five 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 star rating, I should say, was left. So, hey, that's that's fair game. I, I I agree with part of this though. I
0: thought you went overboard with the asking for free coffee.
1: It, you did agree with that. So, but I, I maintain that I will still accept
0: it. Yeah, I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm just saying. Smothered in Mayberry awe, shucks, this man. That's said what he about said. That's
1: what he said. That's
0: Ackerman boy. I guess get your town. Straight. I don't carry the load. This is this is a this is a. A good partnership. Anyway, I but that's said, we appreciate the five star. I
1: see like sadness on your face. It's like, oh. I don't like, I don't like, I don't like being people being
0: negative about us,
1: you know? They're, 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 no, they they no. lifted you up.
0: No, we are an us. We are a collective. We are a team, a duo, a tandem, if you will. And see,
1: I looked at it completely differently. I looked yeah. at it and I, I just made sure it was a five star review. But it view. is a five star So, and you know what? We
0: appreciate that's, that.
1: That's, that's within the boundaries of the rules. If you want to get in there and kick a
0: square in the groin. I guess you're right. I can't say anything bad because the guy followed the rules. He did.
1: Absolutely. So, so I appreciate take, it. With the five-star review, I will take that kick to the ground.
0: You're right. I wonder if this misplaced bulldog in Western Mass is our friend Mike Bonner.
1: Ooh, I didn't think about that. It could
0: be, oh, speaking of, uh, of folks who, i I got to gotta take care of some business here. Uh, but Rebecca, if you're listening, we would need to be able to listen to our podcast here on Alexa throughout the house. All right? I don't understand. Why would you not want our voice? First off, Joel and I, our voice is soothing to children and pets. So I don't know if what you have in the house, but if you have either one of those things, we can take care of you. Uh, you know, we can. Uh,
1: we're always providing helpful ideas. Absolutely. I mean, there are three voices that you should listen for in your home. Mm-hmm. You Should listen for the voice of God. Yep, you should. In, in his direction in your life, and then you should listen for Brian and Joel. Yeah. And uh, if you're not doing that, then what the heck are you doing? All right. So Rebecca.
0: I always have trouble pronouncing we would the last love name. To have you. It's, it's either Gwen or Wynn okay. I, I, I never know how to pronounce it. N-G-U-Y-E-N. It's, it's one or the other. But whichever one it is, Rebecca, help us out here. Allow your husband to listen to the podcast on Alexa in your home. And by the way, in case you didn't know, you can listen to the Thunder and Lightning podcast on Alexa. Just say, I want to listen to the Thunder and Lightning podcast, and boom, you will hear the dulcet tones of Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman. Woo. There you go. All right. Time for the uh, – well, before we get into the rumblings, we got a men's basketball game to talk about. People were getting on us, man. They were, they were hammering us about uh, our prediction for this game. And, I mean, I don't feel bad about the way I predicted it because, you know, prior to uh, this evening, hadn't seen Mississippi State really play well in conference play. But we saw that tonight, and I don't know what to make of this game so much because coming in, you know, Joel, I thought Mizzou was a good team. They had just pounded Florida, and you thought this is a confident team coming in here. They looked awful. And what do I always say? You play an awful team, you should beat them badly. State did that in complete control, never trailed, got out to a 10-0 lead, tra- led by as many as uh, 34, I believe, and ended up winning 72-45.
1: Yeah, I think that what you saw on Tuesday night, this isn't to take anything away from Mississippi State, who I still maintain has a ton of talent and still, um, especially if they win these next couple now and get back to 500 in the league, you start feeling like that's a tournament team again. Mm-hmm. Um, I maintain that Tuesday night was kind of one of those – it was another example, thinking back over the last few weeks, of you're never as bad as you are on your wor- at your worst and you're never as good as you are at your best kind of deal. Um, State's not the team of the last three games, I don't think, mm-hmm. or at least they shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was a little bit more of a return to the norm, so to speak. But I think they even may have played over their heads a little bit. And conversely, uh, this – I haven't watched a ton of Missouri basketball this year, but I would be willing to bet this was perhaps their worst performance of the year. <laughs> if it's not, it's probably listening top, to Conzo top Martin three. afterwards.
0: That's what it sounded like.
1: Um, so you kind of had that return to the mean for state plus Mizzou's worst outing of the year. Which I mean, some of that is credit to state too. I I don't want to take anything away from the Bulldogs. They played outstanding defensively. Mm -hmm. Um, Tyson Carter a little return to form a little bit, kind of kind of. Yeah, you know, it was Eric Holman last year, right? That kind of got moved to the bench and and, uh, it worked, and it kind of worked. And then tonight, uh, Tyson gets moved to the bench, and I don't know if it's just a. Sometimes you just need a different. I don't know what the word is, but just a different perspective of things. Yeah. Um, nothing really changed from his minutes standpoint. I mean, he's still playing just as much, but just the—I don't know—a a, a change from the status quo, so to speak, kind of gives you a different mental outlook, maybe. And I think he was six of twelve shooting tonight, mm-hmm. and fifteen points, seven
0: and, assists, only one seven turnover. seven assists,
1: one turnover, passed his dad on the all-time career scoring list. Now him and him and Greg Carter are the only father-son duo in SEC history to have over a thousand points, I believe. Yeah. So. A lot of cool things for Tyson on Tuesday night. And, and boy, man, State's just got to have that. Again, like we said yesterday, they don't have to have him out there scoring 30 a night. But you got to get 12, 13, 14, 15 out of Tyson, I think, to, for this team to be the good team that we think it is. And, to, you know, you got that on Tuesday night.
0: Just yeah. So, we're, Joel and I are going to give you a little inside baseball here. We're going to get around the basketball for just a second. Bruce Feldman just tweeted that Joe Moorhead has agreed to become the new offensive coordinator at Oregon. Uh, nothing has been signed but it, it appears to be a done deal well, good and here's why that's good <laughs> because both joel and i texted joe <laughs> and said congratulations <laughs> good luck i told him I, was, I hope he tears it up out there yes, and, as did I. and then it gets reported later that he doesn't have the job and i'm just like well where, where's your dog joe i'll kick that while you're down here oh man but uh, apparently that's going to be happening so good for joe morehead i have it's going to sound weird considering I railed on the guy for basically two years no about how bad his offense was. I have no doubt they'll be successful, though. I mean, is there any doubt? The guy's a great offensive coordinator. He just, the program running thing was not the best for him. But hopefully that's a done deal, and we'll, we'll go forward from there. Anyway, getting back to basketball. What I found interesting, you talked about the Holman thing last year. You know, He went to the bench, and he, he sort of found his stroke a little bit. But they went to the bench so that Perry could start, and obviously he became a, a dominant force. I don't think DJ Stewart scored tonight in the starting in the starting lineup. Now he provided some great defense, uh, you know, and made some some key passes, but no no points. But that said, when the the, the situation was reversed prior to this, and you had ties from the starting lineup, you weren't getting points out of either of them. Yeah. <laughs> so if this if you're getting 15 points combined from those two, you can live with it, and you know, it's better than getting three, which is sort of what you were doing there. So a smart move by Howland to do that. I thought State played really well on both sides of the court. Um, I thought the defense was really, really solid. and I They only
1: gave up 45 points.
0: Yeah. I mean, doesn't no matter who you're playing, that's that's a really impressive and it, defensive And that night. first
1: half was the best of the Howland era um, as far as limiting points yeah. um, goes.
0: And then you have on top of that, uh, and I pointed this out in the press conference, they, they shot the ball okay from three. Five of 13 is not bad. They were seven of seven off the line, only seven free throws from Mississippi State, which is crazy considering how many shots they shot inside the three-point line. 25 of 42 shooting, over 60%. That's fantastic for Mississippi State. Ben Hallen will take that 10 times out of 10. Interesting game on Saturday. We'll talk a lot more about it as we get closer to it. But the Georgia Bulldogs, sort of like the Kentucky mini-me, loaded with talented freshmen, including Anthony Edwards, who a lot of mock drafts say will be the number one overall pick in the draft. So always exciting to see those kind of players come to the hump. Uh, and as Joel told us uh, yesterday, expect to see Coach Mike Leach introduced to the, the public uh, at the hump at this game. So this is a game. So
1: did you talk to somebody? Did you?
0: No, you th- said that.
1: No, I said, I wonder if they would.
0: Oh, I thought you said that. You no, had, no. You, I thought you said, let me let me tell you what I remember you saying. You said you talked to some people
1: and they said. I talked that, to some people that said he was not going to be there on Tuesday night. Okay, and I was so saying we're that, just making the assumption. I was saying that, that feels per- like a safe assumption. Saturday would be a time. Feels like a safe But assumption. as we know. Uh, Mike Leach likes to be in Key West, so I don't know. But there's a
0: recruiting weekend this weekend. It, it, that's so that's he'll, true. He'll so you he would here. think he would be here. He should be here. Now that said, I won't be totally surprised if he's not. <laughs> but we'll see. Um, but that said, yeah, if you if, if you just like college basketball, Georgia's an interesting team to watch, and you got a chance to watch a guy who everybody thinks is going to be a star uh, at the next level. All right, let's dive into the rumblings here. As always, these questions come from you to us. We try to do our best to uh, to answer them. Let's see how it goes. By the way, real quick. I, got a, I guess I can run this question here for you. Okay. You saw the, uh, the, the, they released the top 11 college football players of all time last night at the national, or two nights ago at the national title game, as you're listening. Am I to believe that there has not been a top 11 college football player since, if I'm correct, the last guy up there was Barry Sanders, 1988? There hasn't been one Tommy Frazier, Tim Tebow, Tebow. Cam Newton, Johnny Manziel, none of these guys?
1: Tim Tebow was number Tebow. S- Tebow stood out to me like a sore thumb.
0: 76 no. was what he was rated. He was 26 spots behind. Are you ready? Archie Manning. Come on. Come on. Look, I'm not going to get into the whole Archie thing, Ole Miss, whatever. But you're not going to ever in your life be able to convince me that Tim Tebow, A, isn't the greatest quarterback in college football history. I'm saying it. And B, isn't better than Archie Manning. That was a that was a, and look I'm not the biggest Tebow fan in the world I mean but he could but won. I'll give the res- if they had had him at number one I would nobody would have quibbled with
1: it yeah I mean dude could have won back to back Heisman's yeah <laughs> I could've. mean he yeah probably maybe should have I don't I mean. yeah. could have won three
0: straight yeah he won one as a sophomore and then didn't win another one right is that right I think that's I think that's right so yeah incredible anyway all right let's uh, let's get into these uh, the rumblings here and of course our first ones come to us from our friend. Justin Strawn at a crisp four twenty seven a m. Uh, uh. in ten years will we remember Tommy Stevens at all?
1: Ah, uh, not not
0: not much. I mean, <laughs> he, I still remember guys like Tony Shell and Eric Underwood.
1: So we'll remember him. At but least it's, you and I will, because we sat here and talked about him. But non- what's, what's your but,
0: memory of Tommy Stevens? Yeah, there is yeah, none. That, yeah, so
1: you're ever you're always going to tie him to being Joe's boy or whatever.
0: Yeah, I mean it's. Does hiring Mike Leach make it more likely Rufus Harvey is a Bulldog in 2020? They need receivers. I think it does.
1: Well, it seemed like with Joe Moorhead, Rufus Harvey was not going to be a Bulldog in 2020. So I would assume, at the very least, the chances didn't drop any when you have a a guy that is going to throw the football 50-plus times a game. I mean, yeah, I think the the chances went up at least a little bit. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it was, but in one of the things that are true shows, Brian said the national media was ready to abandon Mississippi State. Well, they're back in full force now. How important is that? I mean, it's huge. You know, you're getting eyes on your program. You know, That's what recruits want. They want notoriety. They want to know that they're not going to come here and, and not be seen.
1: And, and something else that helps, I would think, might help you get a few more night games. Well, think about it like in, this. In 2020. Just, just off just, the top
0: of your head. This New Mexico game all of a sudden has some cachet to it. Yeah. Leach's debut. It's Leach's debut. And people are going to know that. Well Think about it in these terms, right? Is Mississippi State playing a really bad group of five team? I mean, they're not good. It's very possible that the school record for attempts, completions, and yardage is going to fall game one. That's, that's TV worthy. You know, now I don't know if that's going to happen or not. It's at, it's over 500 yards. It's whatever Dak had. I don't know the, the exact total number against Arkansas, though. Yeah. So it's over 500, but it could happen. It, I, I would almost guarantee attempts happens. I don't know. What, again, I don't know the, the, the record for attempts off the top of my head, but it's gonna it's gonna fall. So that's worth it's worth looking at. Last one from uh, from Justin. We had a tornado literally go over our house Saturday morning. Thankfully, it just knocked our power and blew away some things in our backyard porch. Have either of you experienced a tornado up close and personal? Thankfully, no.
1: I I think that maybe the closest I could claim uh, would have been when I was in elementary school. Like, we were in the hall, you know, back in the day when you didn't dismiss school two days ahead of time because there was a 50% chance of rain, they used to actually, you know, put you in the hall and you you tucked your head between your legs and kissed your butt goodbye kind of thing. And uh, so it was one of those days where we were out in the hall literally all day, it seemed like, and... Um, a funnel cloud was basically right over the elementary school that, that we were in and I mean it didn't like touch down I don't think it wasn't some lot of ton of damage or anything but that that's the closest that I can claim to actually being right there in the midst of one now I mean obviously there's been some touchdown kind of all around us but as far as the closest I've been it, it was probably that
0: yeah Well, thankfully for Justin everybody's safe and sound up there and I know a lot of people had some damage up there so
1: did you say you hadn't you've never been no nah, thankfully
0: never been yeah. too close to one that I that I can remember weather used to, I
1: still don't like bad weather mm-hmm. by any stretch but it used to terrify me yeah like <laughs> oh well
0: like you said like they just put you out in the hall of the school and just you know hope for the best and now now at least you feel like you know because you have so much more information that's true now, I know? mean I
1: plug for Radar Scope here, which I, I think I paid four ninety nine for or something. I don't know if it's one of the best radar apps there is. But um, I feel like I can I feel like an amateur meteorologist sometimes sitting there looking at some of that info and things. But uh, yeah, you're right. Having having the info kind of makes you feel better because you can kind of see yeah. right where your house is and where yeah. the worst of it is and stuff. So yeah.
0: All right, We got one from uh, this Twitterer is named No Labels. We got some percentages. so I'm going to let you handle this. What is the percentage that Kylan Hill returns for his senior
1: season? Ah, uh, I'm gonna say sixty forty. He stays.
0: He stays. Okay.
1: That right now, that's okay. what I would guess.
0: The single season passing yardage record falls in year one, three thousand seven hundred ninety-three yards. Oh, I wish I knew who the quarterback was. That did, did we, that? Oh, for this year coming up. I mean, does it matter?
1: It may not. Um, Under,
0: Leach, Under Leach, he's done it. Uh, I, I forget. I think it was. You were tweeting out those stats. I think. I, right. think it was, I think it was fourteen times. I mean, just random guys, not super. I mean, as you know, it's Dak Prescott.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, it's, these guys aren't on the same my level. My
1: first, my my first instincts, yes.
0: Okay, so what's the percentage then?
1: The percentage that it happens.
0: Yeah, 70-30? Yeah. Okay. The first play of game day is an off tackle dive by the running back. <laughs> no zero percent. Zero percent. I the starting quarterback is currently on the roster. So that would be Schrader, Thompson, Maiden, or Rodgers.
1: As we sit here today, I would lean that way, mm-hmm. but I'm not I don't feel confident. 55-45? 60-40? 55-45 60-40,
0: 60
1: Yeah, something like that. Okay. You kind of are you kind of with me so far? Yeah. Mike Leach offers Rufus Harvey a scholarship. I feel like there's probably somebody on the staffs going to be like, "Look, you need to see this kid," kind yeah. of thing, and and that, I don't know that could be like just do it. That yeah. could be a very early Goodwill thing for him to kind of. Mm-hmm. So I'll say right now, I'm doing a lot of sixty forty. I'm riding, I'm riding the fence on a lot of this, mm-hmm. but uh, I will say sixty forty. Yes, okay. state is bowl eligible. Ah, uh, I'm going to say like i guess maybe i'm being strong here 80 20 yes
0: okay i mean i just gotta get six wins yeah so yeah i mean i, I, I don't i don't feel like that's out of the question yeah for sure all right now we've got some over unders number of receivers with 500 yards receiving i will set the over under at two and a half
1: am i crazy for saying over
0: well let me just let me just look here you got, you got me because
1: around. I mean, state's about to what? How many pass attempts did they average a game last season? State? Yeah.
0: I mean, I can't do the math in my head. Not many. I mean, it, they had three hundred and fifteen passing attempts in thirteen games. Washington State had seven hundred six.
1: So, so they're about to double their pass yeah. attempts. Last season, about. here,
0: here we go. Was last season for Washington State, not a great team, by the way. Washington State had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven receivers over 500 yards. Over. I'll just go over them. Wow. That's something when you look at it like that. <laughs> it really is. And that includes the running back. Uh, number of wins. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Yards by leading receiver. I will set the over-under at
1: 850. Uh, if they're throwing as much as, as apparently they're going to throw,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you have to You'd have to think maybe over there, wouldn't you?
0: Okay, Hit two over hundred fifty,
1: eight hundred fifty last oh, year. Okay, so you feel like State's going to hit that, get eight hundred fifty yards? Here? Yeah, I mean, it just isn't that amazing, man. State yeah. didn't had a dude over five hundred since twenty sixteen. I, I know, times. I know, but it's just like yeah. it's like culture Yeah, it, it is weird. Uh,
0: number of wins, I'll set it at six and a half. <sighs> I think they get seven. Okay, Kylan Hill rushing yards, I'll set it at one thousand.
1: I'm tempted to say under because, but he's going to get a ton of receiving yards.
0: Oh, he, yards is, is different than this is just rushing yards. So
1: I know this one. I'm tempted to say under a thousand rushing yards.
0: Oh, I don't think he'll be under a thousand. Are oh, you think he will be over a yeah. thousand? If, okay. he, if he gets, well,
1: hundred, yeah. Well, he didn't have a Kyle and Hill at Washington State. I was yeah. going to say what did running back have rushing
0: last Washington year? State? He's coached ten different uh, running backs who've had, I think, thousand yard seasons. Last year's leading rusher had eight hundred and seventeen yards on one hundred and twenty-seven carries. So,
1: uh, you, you you would think that as much as he throws the ball, that if you have a very good running back, I mean, take advantage of that. You yeah. can you can really take advantage yeah. of it. Rushing yards by the leading running back if Kylan doesn't return. So if it's Lee
0: Weatherman, Cream Walker, I'll set it at eight hundred yards.
1: Slightly over, maybe. I, okay. Not knowing who it is is tough Okay, Passing
0: Passing yards I can't believe I'm going to say this But I'm going to set it at 4,000
1: See again, it's culture shock Just hearing that number My gut instinct is no way But But, but then you look I know You look at Leach's background Judging on Leach's background alone The answer is yes Judging on Mississippi State football As you and I and everybody listening knows it The answer is heck no I'm
0: trying to see Let me see something here No 2018, he was over, over 4,000. Yeah, over 4,000. Closer to 5,000. 2017. 2016, over 4,000. <laughs> 2015, over 4,000. Closer to 5,000. Uh,
1: everything about Mike Leach is about to be a yeah. culture shock for this program. From the had, way he coaches to the way he handles his business off the field to his press conferences to everything.
0: In 2014, he had a quarterback under 4,000 yards. But for total passing yards, one quarterback threw for 3,873 and the other one threw for 1,859. <laughs> so that's 4,700 yards. Yeah. It's going to be over 4,000. Yeah. That's insane to say as a Mississippi State person. Can't wrap my head around it. I'm just like you, but it is what it is. Uh, last one here. Number of rumblings questions asking why Leach doesn't change the offense to run more or incorporate tight ends.
1: A billion. Over. Yeah, when Leach hits that mid-season portion of the schedule, yeah. when it's like Bama, LSU, got her on the ball no, and, you don't. and 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 no matter who who was coaching, State was probably losing those games. People are going to be losing their minds when he's still throwing the ball sixty times a game or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Again, with Matt, with Mike Leach, you take what he is. He is what he is. There's no changing him, and you have to accept it. Just have to accept the fact that he wins a lot more than he loses, and
1: you also are going to have to accept the fact that state's average time of game is probably going to go up by about thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you talk about those night games yeah. for
0: us—that's going to suck. Uh, this question comes to us from—see let's here—I can't—I've lost the the name—the Bosun Bulldog—who wants to know if Ben Hallen constantly says I'm not doing this or that right, but doesn't fix this or that. Does, he, does that mean that he doesn't really believe it, or he's just tickling our
1: ears? I do think sometimes there is a little bit of tickling the ears. I agree. Um, you don't get to three straight Final Fours and do the things that Ben Howland's done without being a good coach. Uh, I feel like we were probably a little hard on him yesterday. Um, somewhat deserved. Um, but I, I do think sometimes coaches – to use the Joe moorhead they point the thumb, not the finger, and that's his way of sometimes of pointing the thumb is saying, I didn't do this right, I didn't do this right, I didn't do that right. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, Rob Montgomery, have you ever watched football games and the various other options aside from the traditional broadcast? So which is your favorite? I watched a lot of the championship game on all 22 and found it very enjoyable.
1: I always watch the regular broadcast. I can't I
0: – can't, for whatever – I'm just old and set in my ways. I cannot get into it. Now, I will watch the, the coach's room sometimes. Because those are there's there's a lot of interest in there. But even then you're just sort of watching the same broadcast. It's just you're getting different kind of analysis. Yeah. So uh let's see here. Uh Ryan Strickland, and it's all in cap, so I have to be sort of loud here. What does Mike Leach do with his running backs and can he recruit All I see is pass, pass, pass. Sound like Brandon Walker a little bit over there. No, that's not Brandon Walker. What does Mike Leach do with his running backs? <laughs> <laughs> All he does is, damn, crap, bleep, 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 bleep.
1: <laughs> and I murdered a family of eight. Well, I mean, you just said with his running back that his running back still oftentimes crack a 1,000 yards. They just have yeah. a lot of receiving yards,
0: too. Yeah. I mean, last year, his leading rusher only had 145 carries. I mean, off the top of my head, I know Kylan had at least 250. Yeah. So, I mean, that's 100 more. Take those 100 carries. They're passes now. Mm-hmm. You know, however many carries Schrader and Stevens combined for, knocked that down to about. And I, I got to look at it again. Let's see here. What? Uh, by the way, somebody on Six Pack was getting mad at me because I, I look up stats on the fly. Sorry, buddy. Uh, his quarterback in uh, his quarterbacks combined in this 2014 year I'm looking at for a total of uh, 65 carries for a total of negative 201 yards. They're all sacks. <laughs> so they didn't run. They, the quarterbacks don't run. And just Don't run now. I'm sure Schrader will run some because that's it, it'd be foolish not to if he's the quarterback oh, or any of state's quarterbacks right now. It'd be foolish not to run some of them because it's just a weapon. But that said, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that Schrader and uh Stevens combined for well over 100 carries, so knock 40, 50 more carries off of that. Those are passes now. So I just found you 150 more pass attempts. So state goes from 315 just right there to 465, and never mind. The fact that they will just have—I mean, whatever Nick Gibson carries—take some of those away, you know, all that stuff—and then on top of that, just find the way the offense runs and the quick, the quick pace of it. There's just more plays. So,
1: no check with me. You mean Brian? Oh God,
0: no, with me. All right, swoon. Uh, Peyton Neely will the old ball coach come to a game at Davis Wade? Looks like Steve Spurrier Jr. is all but official to come to Mississippi State. I would imagine he'll show up for one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if it comes in the press box, it's going to be a madhouse. I'm, I'm I'm going to mark out a little bit for him.
1: Yeah, so. there there are very few people that I would just like take a selfie with. <laughs> I don't know that's if I take true. a selfie in the
0: press box. First off, that's not true.
1: Well, it would have. There to be are like lots a...
0: of people you take selfies with. Former Braves,
1: former pro wrestler, Pro wrestlers, pro wrestlers.
0: Uh, fans of this show.
1: I don't think I've ever taken the selfie though. Like with my phone. Like, okay, hey, I see, okay, I see what you're saying. Um, that's not
0: a selfie. I see what you're saying. Yeah. It's a so the fan's taking a selfie, but you're in it.
1: Yes. Okay. Now, if anybody wants to take a selfie with me, don't pander again. Now, just saying, I'm right. I'm willing. No, uh, no, nobody nobody wants these this yeah. this face in a selfie.
0: Brandon Rushing asks, I tend to agree with keeping an offensive stack together that was with Coach Leach at Washington State. What do you think about it? I agree. Yeah. You know, that's his side of the ball. Let him run it. Hire a defensive coordinator. Let him run his side of the ball. That that to me is the, the formula for success. You like it, too? Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see here. Lynn McLaughlin says, Not counting the on-field success of 98 and 2014, when was the last time the MSU fan base was this excited? And how would a 6-6 six and six type season affect that? Personally, she, th- she says, I think we win 8. Um, they were this excited when Mullen came, I think. Mullen's first game had this kind of excitement. Because you knew MSU was, in- it's sort of the same thing, you knew MSU was changing everything offensively.
1: Yeah, but I, I think we forget a little bit. Everybody was pretty pumped up for that twenty eighteen season. They were, but I think that was more like, okay, we're good and we're gonna
0: stay good. With Mullen, it was we've been bad, but we're fixing to be good again. That's that's a different kind of enthusiasm. I mean a greater kind of enthusiasm, I think. But as for a six and six season affecting that, if State goes out and throws the ball like this, I don't think a six and six will will hurt it that much. You know, just getting back to a bowl game. And because this is one where you can legitimately say he doesn't have the personnel, but if he still, if he can, if he can throw for four thousand yards with the guys he has on this roster, what's he going to do when he starts getting players that he's evaluated and picked out? Yeah, that's how you have to
1: look. at And up. and we can say again, I know we've already said it this week, I think, but he has never had this level of talent. No, and I I know that that state's not Alabama recruiting wise, but state's a lot better than Texas Tech and Washington State um so he, he's about to have athletes he's never had before so yeah it's gonna be fun to see what he can do with it
0: let's see here uh frank dukes former kumite champion
1: can i you got tell- that on my dvr by the way it came on the other night and nice. i saw it coming on i wasn't gonna be home so i dvr'd it now I, i'm pumped up i get to watch kumite. blood sport at some point in kumite. the next day <laughs> all
0: right can you tell us about the aew show how does it compare with other live events you attended
1: I thought it was fantastic. It was. It uh, was. Especially televised events. Because I've televi- I, I've been to a lot of WWE yeah. televised events and there's a ton of dead time where you just, they're just go doing, to sleep. There's no dead me. time at AEW. Yeah. None.
0: Like, the only the only promo, like legit,
1: like wrestling
0: promo was the last segment.
1: Well, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about like during commercial breaks at a WWE oh, yeah, yeah. event. You but just sit there and watch the Jumbotron for Five minutes or so. Got to remember the way they the way they do commercial up there is you know there's still wrestling going on. Yeah, a lot of
0: times. The the thing they did with the uh, the cue cards that, that was that was, that was commercial. during commercial. Yeah. but we and, got to hear what they were saying. Yeah,
1: and when Hangman was walking around <laughs> drinking beer, <laughs> that's that, that all was on commercial, the commercial. We didn't have, yeah. but it was still like in we're, the arena. We're was still active. doing. We're still yeah. enjoying
0: it. Yeah, so I thought that was thought that was really good. Like I said, the only promo was at the end, and that's the thing they set up at, for like th- four weeks now, and you were you were everybody wanted to see the payoff. There. Yeah, so it's not like. It's not, you know, Seth Rollins coming out every week and saying the same yeah, thing, or
1: like, you know, a few years ago, mid two thousands, when Triple H started every Raw with like a thirty minute promo, yeah, same like,
0: yeah. So, all right, what we got here? Uh, Steven Spraberry he asked if MSU loses the next three games, you look at firing Howlin. Well, they didn't lose, so that's not it's <laughs> not an issue. Uh, what percentage chance? This is Clay Crowder. What percentage chance does MSU have of making the tournament at this point? It, it's 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 not great. You know, one out of four, one out of five, they've got to to win some games. If they win these next two games, it goes up.
1: If they – I think you're a little further down on them than I am a little bit there. But, but I mean, I'm I'm not much – I'm not saying that I'm, like, thinking they're definitely making the tournament, but – I was going to stick with my middle of the road a little bit and say 40-60 right now, like 40% chance to make it, 60% they don't at the moment. And if they win the next couple, I'd go 50-50 or higher. But.
0: That seems high. State's net prior to tonight was, is, in the, is 80. I mean, they've got to get up about 40 spots. So they have to win some games. Yeah. I mean, we'll see, we'll see if they can do it. Um, where are we here? The Allegheny boys' tennis team said, if Mike Leach coached the MSU basketball team, would we be better on offense? Can you imagine him in, a, in those timeouts? I mean, he don't have a lot of time. 30-second timeout, he could barely start the sentence. Yeah. <laughs> they'd pass the ball. They'd whip the ball around, though, for sure.
1: Oh, man, he'd be over there, see somebody wearing some kind of, like, cowboy hat or something. Now, look even, at
0: that guy's no. hat. <laughs> now, he's probably not a real cowboy. A real cowboy, just go, and just go from there. The bully three says at any given time, how much fake currency do you carry upon your person? Any particular type? Monopoly? Life? Asking for obj?
1: Yeah. Well, here's the deal. That was not
0: fake currency. Why? Why does LSU like to piss on your leg and tell you it's raining? Or in some cases, they just piss right on you, which has happened to me. But come on.
1: How have they just basically got away with blatant cheating lately?
0: Well, they're LSU.
1: Like, I mean, they They're, get away they with stuff that... They
0: funneled money through a hospital. hospital. Yeah. Yeah, it is what it is. Some
1: dude's in jail, but as for the school, yeah. A-OK there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Scott Seals wants to know, he says, this, this year's National Championship LSU team being mentioned as the greatest ever. The 2001 Miami Hurricanes had that title for a while. If they were to play each other, who would you take and why? I know it's been 18 years, but that Miami team was loaded. We talked about this on uh, Tuesday's Sports Talk Mississippi. I am still taking the 2001 Hurricanes. So many pros. Their 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 depth chart at tailback was Clinton Portis, Frank, Frank Gore, Gore, and Willis McGahee. That's the first three backs. That's
1: unbelievable. Yeah,
0: I mean the the only place where I feel that they have the advantage at for Miami or for LSU is at quarterback. Burrow is better than Ken Dorsey was, but Ken Dorsey was just a damn winner. He he knew how to win. But I mean, I like Jamar Chase, but I like Andre Johnson a lot more. Yeah, and then defensively, it's not even
1: close. Yeah, so. I, I think you're right. But as far as like what the team did during the year, when you look at their resume at the end of the year, LSU played, I think, five of the top eight teams Yeah, in the final play and beat them all. You they know? beat a total, and, I
0: think, of, of eight top ten teams. Top I mean, ten when they were ranked.
1: When you when think when you think about their resume just from a who they beat ranks, I don't know if anybody in college football history was better than what they did. And Miami can't claim that.
0: They didn't play that kind of schedule. But I feel confident they would have beaten anybody they played. To me, my, that Miami team is the greatest college I, football team of all time. I think I agree. So, but Ellis using the tear with them, they could punch with them for sure. John Jeffrey Nelson asks, "What is the food that everyone else loves but you
1: hate?" Mm. Do you know? You know one that I'm not a big fan of, and you're—I know you're a big fan of this, mm. and I'm not. What's that? Ribs. You don't like ribs? I mean, I don't hate it, so there's that. What's well, not to like? I just, for me, there's not enough. Meat to, to 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 just I would just rather have something else. Like br- I'd rather have brisket. I'd rather have pulled pork even over yeah. over ribs. Okay. I'm just I not a not a rib guy. Yeah, just okay.
0: not. I don't like ketchup at all. I don't like pickles either. So probably the top two for me.
1: Well, if mayonnaise counts, mayonnaise is my answer.
0: Mayonnaise does I, count, but, I do not but like mayonnaise that. is not something that everybody that, else loves. Yeah, that, that's. But I'm like, I don't know a whole lot of people who don't like ketchup. Yeah, I don't either. And or you know,
1: pickles is. In fact, I know, I know some people who don't like pickles, but ketchup is one people will look at me like you don't like ketchup. I'm, in fact, I know some people that love it so much they just put it on random crap that just. I know people who put it on steaks. Here's looking at you, big brother.
0: <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> My big brother.
0: Yo, does he put ketchup on a steak? Ah. Uh, Please tell me no. I don't know that he does he's not going well done steak and then going
1: i don't think he does okay. I,
0: I, come on now we'll listen i remember i'll never forget <laughs> this i was at a uh i was at dinner with some some people i didn't know they were friends of my wife and this guy we were at harvey's he ordered the filet which i'm not a huge filet guy but whatever he ordered it well done i'm just like oh my god and then it shows up at the table i mean this incinerated piece of meat he had killed it twice <laughs> And then he's like, could I get a bottle of ketchup? And I, mean, I swear my eye twitched involuntarily. I was like, oh my God!
1: <laughs> What's wrong with you? Like, why did you just order a hamburger? Ugh. I could be mistaken, but I don't, th- I don't think he does the-, the ketchup on the steak Okay, thing.
0: Well, let's, let's open But
1: right. I, you know, he puts ketchup on some stuff that you, you would, nor up. would anyone yeah.
0: put ketchup on. All right, John Jeffrey Nelson again. In five years, Mike Leach has led MSU
1: two. Ah, uh, I really feel like the results are going to be Mullen-esque. That's my, which that's is my acceptable. Gut it- yeah, I think. it's acceptable.
0: I think I think he could take them up a notch in terms of you get to a Citrus Bowl, you know, which they haven't been to. No, I'm not they they could they could find their way into a nine and three kind of year where they they end up maybe as one of the last New Year's Six teams.
1: Yeah, I can see him though being one of those coaches that fits your profile of once every five years you have you that team up. that you're like if it, if the cards fall exactly right. You can have it. Ch- it should be next year.
0: Should, there's a lot of talent on next year's team. And and Schrader, if he's the guy, will have been three years as the starter at that point. So uh last one from him. Most underrated fast food chain. That's what John Jeffrey Nelson wants to know.
1: Underrated fast food chain, you go, because I'm I'm thinking.
0: I'll be honest with you. It's may people might say this is actually overrated. Chick-fil-A is underrated. It is the most consistently good you name how many times can you count on two hands? How many times you've had a problem at Chick fil A? Never. And then when you do have one, they don't give you any attitude.
1: They just, yes, sir, we'll fix that, and they fix it quickly. And their drive through could be—it doesn't matter how long it is—they yeah. got that thing figured. out. It's a machine. Yeah, man. I mean,
0: as much as I like the Popeye sandwich, I think it's better. But I—I I mean, you can't drive past the Popeyes and there's not a line out the door.
1: And I don't think I've ever been to a Popeyes when they just nailed the order.
0: Yeah, like <laughs> you, something wrong. So. You
1: can count on something being wrong. Chick
0: fil A to me is underrated because it's—it's just the most consistent. That you can imagine.
1: Uh, I, I agree with you on all that. I'm actually uh I don't, I don't know if you like this or not, but I, I kind of like Wendy's.
0: I'm not a big fan of Wendy's. For whatever and, reason, and, and, I just don't like their hamburgers. And,
1: and I, I like them because I feel like I have variety there. In there it, is like, variety. They have like grilled chicken wraps if I yeah. don't want something fried. And they have like the chili and the baked potatoes. And so I don't know if that's the answer. I, I tend to agree with you in that Chick-fil-A is probably the answer, but. If I'm going to one of the like the McDonald's, Arby's, parties, yeah. whatever. Arby's I, is underrated. I would rather go to Wendy's. Arby's
0: is underrated, I think. Uh, let's see here. Our next question's come from A Swenson. Wide receiver is the key to Leach's offense, but it was the biggest weakness in 2019. How does that get fixed? They're going they're going to they're going to make those guys catch passes.
1: Yeah, and I again want to call attention to the article that Garrett Hodge pointed you to that we were talking about earlier. Um, there's an article on the Athletic from some of Leach's former QBs talking about his offense, and and they were saying in to, to the reporter that, you know, they, they tell guys whatever offense you ran in high school or Pee Wee or whatever, this is going to be simpler. Yeah, <laughs> like this offense is apparently really, really, really simple. And I think that's going to help everybody yeah. from the QBs to the receivers to the offensive line and everything. I think that that if Mike Leach, which I don't think he's going to do this, but if he did a coach talk with us like Joe Moorhead did, mm-hmm. I think we all, you know, we how might we might walk out of there feeling good about ourselves. Our heads were spinning after talking to Joe. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like after kind of reading up a little bit on, on Leach and, and his style and things, I kind of think we might leave thinking we could run it. Yeah, like so. I, I think that's going to be a benefit to everybody. I think that's why some of the guys. That haven't put up big numbers might just do it.
0: Here's what. Uh, here's a, something you listen to this and just talk about getting your mind around it, right? Osiris Mitchell, Austin Williams, Javante Payton, uh, Quentin Torber, Kaizai Pruitt. I'm trying to think of anybody who I'm leaving out. Is there a re- receiver who played a good bit last year that I'm leaving out that's back? I mean, I guess maybe like the tight ends, Dante Jones, Jaquarius Spivey, right? So that's six. That's six guys, seven guys. Two of them at least are going to catch fifty plus passes for seven hundred plus yards this year. That is going to happen because those are the only guys you have on the roster. Plus Malik Keith and Caleb Ducking and Tulu, and then I, I won't be completely surprised if somebody like Jerry and Jones or Marcus Murphy they ask you know, somebody somebody from defense is moving to offense. I'm willing to bet that right now. Probably Jerry and Jones if I had to guess because you have Tyler Williams and Martin Emerson. I'm thinking that's going to happen. So, just be away.
1: I haven't heard that, but I haven't heard it. I'm just I'm, I'm making <laughs> just a guess. Because because okay.
0: you need receivers. You need guys there. And those tight ends are going to have to turn into big receivers. Because otherwise they're not going to play at all. You know, they're going to get processed quickly. Uh, let's see here. I'm trying to get through these questions here. <laughs>
1: We had a lot of mentions throughout the course of the basketball game. Mm-hmm. Some were blaming us a little. Some were crediting us and yeah, telling true. us to never pick state to win again.
0: Yeah. Trotter Flynn says, now is the time to order Girl Scout cookies. That, it is, that is correct, Joel. I'll well, be bringing you a thing very soon. I've been purchasing them yeah. for the, la- the last half
1: decade. So.
0: Trotter Flynn says, that is a sinister marketing plan for the Girl Scouts of America to prey on all those weak souls struggling with their New Year diets. Would they sell more cookies starting in November through the holidays, or should they keep the same strategy?
1: Well, I think they got to keep the same strategy. It's I agree. Been It's been through successful for the years, and never change are, a winning formula. No, never change a winning formula. And you got to remember too. I know that people eat more in November and December, but people are also pinching pennies a little more because they're, not only they're that, spending on Christmas and everything
0: else. But Christmas time is the time of homemade desserts. Everybody's cooking. and you know, they're not looking to buy stuff out of the box. I don't think so. You never change a winning strategy. We'll never get up from a heater. Uh, Stephen Norris asks Mike vacations in Key West. He does a vacation there. He has a He's house, a house there. there. That's where yeah. he lives. Uh, if you were a man with his financial capabilities, where would you live half the year? I know Atlanta the answer. For, I, I knew what the answer was. Out, outside of Truest Park.
1: Outside of True, yeah, it actually, wouldn't be Atlanta. I guess that uh, that would be uh, Smyrna. Is yeah. really more what that is. So about 10-15 miles you north. Could go to of the Atlanta, DDPY
0: but... Performance Center. And work out there. Yeah. So
1: uh, I would live in Las
0: Vegas if I had the money. No question about that. Uh, Eric Lee, I don't know if it's Eric Lee. I don't know if he's Eric Lee, like net, like on the net, or if he's Eric Lee net. But whatever, a, a question that must be asked: Has the era of always run, never pass, come to an end? Yes, it has been. It has been buried. It is over. It is now always pass, never run.
1: It's kind of like been. Uh, what's it called? You know, whenever y- you freeze. You freeze your body in hopes that you know you can be revived later on. Cryogenics. Yeah. Cryogenics. That's what we've done with Always yeah. Run Never Pass. It's it's behind it, it, you know what it is? It has been put on it has been iced and it may come back like in a decade or it's so. it's it says
0: it's under it's under behind glass and it says break in case of emergency. <laughs> so other than that. Um, Andrew Miller, people keep saying the urination simulation led to both Ole Miss and MSU getting new coaches. How is that true for MSU? If Moore doesn't do it, Joe gets fired anyway. It's just not prolonged. And I imagine we still hire Leach because I doubt Cohen's candidate pool changed that much.
1: It's a good point. Yeah. I think it's more that the urination simulation was the first straw of just wholesale Mississippi change. Yeah. Um, because without that, Luke is still the coach in Oxford. Absolutely. You think even if they lose? I think so. because I, I do think too. I, I think that... Just the national, the, the heck with that, the worldwide embarrassment of that gave them just the push they needed. Because if it was, a, what, a, a week or so before that, that Keith Carter had put his full but, uh, support behind Matt Luke? The, the dreaded vote of confidence. And, uh, yeah, I, I think that the whole national embarrassment of that, more so than the loss, changed everything. Uh-huh. So that was the first you know, needle to drop in the, the long month of Mississippi change that has yeah. led us to... That's the real
0: Mississippi mayhem, not not what happened in October of 2014. Yeah,
1: we we were talking at the airport the other day what the 30-for-30 would be called. I went with uh, the piss and the pirate.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember what I went with.
1: Brandon Maskew
0: wants to know, what are the odds Coach Leach is spotted in the left-field lounge in the spring with a cigar and a bottle of rum? (laughs) High. Quite high, I would believe. He, He will make the rounds in the lounge. I don't have any question about that. Uh, our old friend Jonathan Flippo, who used to work for WCBI here uh, in Columbus, t- have we heard any candidates for defensive coordinator position? Assuming Bob Sheep not being retained, which appears to be the case.
1: Yeah, I'm going to be really, really surprised if Bob Shoup's retained. That yeah. that's really like of all the things that in my, my texts and, and some calls the last few days. That's one of the things that in watching be retained. When I say this, but yeah, that that's one of the things that I kind of think I feel the most confident about is it's not going to be Bob Sheep. Yeah. <laughs> um don't think it's – Charlie Strong's name was thrown out there. I, see. I I I have seen no traction on that at all other than fans talking. Todd Grantham, I was talking to a couple of folks about Grantham the other day and it was just like I mean his, his contract is built such that he has to pay a lot of it back if he doesn't yeah. go to the NFL well, that's no good. or if he's not a head coach somewhere. So I like I don't think I I, I don't think him coming here just cuz his son's going to play baseball. I don't yeah. think that'll be a big enough pull. Could be wrong, but yeah. I don't think there's any traction at all to Grant. I
0: don't think it's going to be a big name either. I think it's going to be you know it's a solid, solid young yeah. coach. We'll see how it goes though. Uh, let's see here. I think we'll know by the end of the week. I agree with that. Aaron Sones asks, "Do you believe LSU when they say OBJ was handing out fake money to players after Monday's game?" No, no, I do not believe that at all. What would you think the NCAA would do if it was to a school like Mississippi State if Dak gave money on camera to our players, buddy? We would have a lot less to talk about from uh, August through December. Be I mean, trying to really fire you up for basketball, <laughs> they would they would nuke the program. But LSU can get away with that. Yeah, Aaron Sons also wants to know. And this is a question a lot of people ask. Why can't we use the M over S baseball logo for all sports? It is by far the best logo we have.
1: It is by far the best logo state has. They
0: are just that. They are. It's traditional to baseball. They it want is. to keep it that way.
1: Um, I can't remember now if it was who it was, but it was on Twitter a couple years ago. Someone did a mock up of the, the football helmet with the baseball logo on it. Perhaps mm-hmm. you saw that. That was, that was sharp. Yeah. That looked really good. But um, yeah, that M over S, man, it is is and has always been baseball specific. And uh, I think it will forever be. You know, there was, I don't want to overstate this because I don't want to say they were going to kill the M over S, but th- there was some talk back. Several several years ago. Now, about the was Russell go- years, was going to have like just that one M State logo across. The everything.
0: the rumor has always been that Ron Polk basically went in there and was like, "Not happening, not happening, not on my watch." And, and, and it ain't going to happen so, on
1: John Cohen's no, watch. Either. M over S will always be. I think you're right, but yeah. but it is to me. You may disagree because you love the other sport, and I like. I mean, I like all the sports too, but that M over S to me just has like a special. I, I don't want to see it changed.
0: I, I think it's best for baseball. Yeah. All right, uh, let's see here. Um, Kevin Wright, he asked the same question sort of before, but will we have to adapt to the hashtag always pass, never run?
1: Yeah. You're going to have to adapt to it. I'm going to say that in game one, you will see that hashtag used multiple times.
0: Yeah. Uh, Let's see here. Jeremy Childress wants to know, has Leach ever had a quarterback in his system that could run the ball like Schrader? Do you think we might see some design QB runs? From what I can tell from the, the, the bit of research I did, he has not. Not had a mobile quarterback like this. Do we think what's going to design QB runs? I think so. It'd be foolish not to use it. You have that weapon, you know? Especially since that's something that no no film on, right? Yeah. It shouldn't be anyway.
1: Do you th- I can't remember now on the percentage just a while ago when we were going through it if this was worded this way or not, but do you think that how high of a chance do you think there is that his QB is not on this roster right now?
0: I think I think I mean I don't know who you're gonna go out in the in the portal and get. So, I mean, you got four guys, right? Surely one of them can do this. Surely one of them can. I think I think I think the, the quarterback's on the roster right now. I don't know who it is. But we'll see. Alexandra Watson, what is the most interesting fact you have learned about Coach Leach? The fact that he has a law degree was fascinating to me. Did not yeah. know that going in.
1: the most interesting fact that i've learned about him um i, I mean there's so much already and i'm still reading stuff I'm, I'm trying to trying to catch up a little bit because uh mike Leach, to me his the last few years just been the, the guy with the wild press conferences on on twitter and yeah. and things but uh, I don't know. I don't think anything in particular stands out as is the wildest thing or whatever. But kind of like you said, I I didn't realize he he had the law degree. There's been so much about him that I didn't realize. But it kind of seems like Mike Leach is a guy that knows a little bit about everything. Yeah. And I don't know those people are awfully interesting. So uh, I'm looking forward to like press conference day when the cameras are off to see if there's any just, like, he sits down and just talks for an hour. That's po- thing. Very possible. And, and if that happens, I'm really looking forward to those days. Yeah. Jonathan asks, are there other schools that
0: chant their school colors or is it just Mississippi State? That's a good question. I don't know any of the school that does it. Ole Miss doesn't do it. Alabama doesn't do it. Auburn doesn't do it. Tennessee doesn't do it.
1: Back in the day, the Ackerman High cheerleaders had a blue and gold cheer.
0: Well, that, there you go. I guess that's the only other ones.
1: I can't think of anybody else that does that.
0: So it's just – Unique to Mississippi State. Uh, let's see here. Uh, where are we? Brian McDuff wants to know, do you think it's beneficial for Kyler Hill State to learn better pass blocking? No. You need to go learn that. You need to go learn in the NFL where you get paid to do it. If he comes back, he's coming back to like set records and, and show off that he can be more of a receiver, I think, than anything else. I know McDuff's just messing with us there. So I'm not too terribly worried about that. Uh, let's see here. Who else we got here? Uh, we're getting into some stuff. We're getting into the game now. So we might not have a whole ton of questions left. Had a bunch of people trying to find, get me to talk about the attendance of tonight's game, but I don't do that. I don't fall into that trap. No, sir. I saw Can't, you did
1: mention it for the Auburn game at home. Because it was good. Because it was good. Yeah.
0: yeah. So. Cameron Barefoot asks, Will each produce a quarterback on the level of Dak or his Dak in a league of his own? He has not since. I mean, his most successful quarterback as far as pro stuff goes, is Gardner Minshew. Um, so, I mean, it's very possible that he may not produce a quarterback in terms of a guy who's going to become a starter at the NFL level. But from a numbers perspective, he's going to smash everything Dak ever did.
1: From a passing standpoint. Yeah, from a passing yeah. standpoint. Yeah. yeah.
0: Let's see here. Is that it? Is that all?
1: Nobody, though, unless unless some, some cat, maybe Will Rogers – grows up and wins a natty or something here, maybe he can get on that level. But from a hooey, like no quarterback in history, no player in history at at this university will ever be another Dak. Yeah. Trey O'Brien wants to know, would you say that Clemson's Tiger mascot
0: belongs on the island of misfit toys? That thing is hideous. Yeah, he looks like a crackhead. Like if a Tiger (laughs) was a crackhead, that's what it would look like.
1: Uh, Me and Kay were watching that game the other night when he – Last night when he yeah. popped up, and I thought it looked like something you could go down there to Dollar Tree and buy. I mean, mm. it, it
0: just was awful. He also says, looks like he was put together with kindergarten scraps from TG&Y circa 1982. Yet, somehow still looks worse, looks better than Tony the Landshark. Tony the Landshark is the worst mascot ever. Ever. It's Really bad. Uh, and beyond that, it looks like the rest of these mentions are going to be you and I taking a beating for predicting Mississippi State to lose. So, I can live with that. All right. Tomorrow's show, a little football, a little basketball. Uh, who knows what else we, we might talk about. I'm no telling.
1: Uh, probably, I, I think one of these shows, this, I don't know, it'll probably happen on Friday, and so we won't talk about it till Monday. But I, I was going to say that maybe talking about a D coordinator here.
0: Yeah, that, that news should be breaking pretty soon from everything I'm reading. So we'll find out and we'll talk about that. Guys, have a great Wednesday. We'll be back with you uh, on Thursday morning. For Joel T. Coleman, Woo! I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi.